Hello and welcome to the Employer Flexible Podcast, where we continue to help our clients and prospects with information to help them navigate their way through all of the challenges brought on by the COVID-19 crisis. I'm your host, John Orth, Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Employer Flexible. In this episode, we are once again focusing on the Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP, to catch you up with the latest revisions in the rules and timelines for this program. And in case you haven't heard, it's pretty much all good news in that the revisions have all been directed toward making loan forgiveness easier for participating companies. To help us with this topic, our guest today will be Norma Harris, Senior Vice President, SBA Group Manager at Third Coast Bank. But before we talk to Norma, it is time for breaking news. Breaking news. As the country felt the economic crush brought on by the total lockdown, which was the initial response to the pandemic, several states, including Texas, have attempted to find a way to reopen their economies in a manner that balances the risks between growing the pandemic or collapsing the economy. On April 27th, Governor Abbott rolled out his three-phase plan. By June 3rd, they were into the phase three of the plan, which continued to expand upon the allowable businesses and activities that were opening in the initial phases. The increased contact brought on by these activities in conjunction to the increase in contact brought on by the various civil rights demonstrations in June has produced a predictable increase in COVID-19 cases. On June 23rd, the state for the first time exceeded 5,000 new cases in a day with 5,489. While part of the increase in reported cases can be explained away by an increase in overall testing, there's also been an increase in the positivity rate of the testing in the last in the last month from three to nine percent. The positivity increase is a pretty effective indicator of an overall increased growth of the disease. The governor, while being very concerned about the growth rate of the pandemic in his state, has indicated a reluctance to re- revert back to total shutdown so long as the hospital capacities within the state do not get overrun. By doing it this way, he's trying to avoid a cure, i.e. economic collapse, which could be worse than the pandemic itself. Here's to hoping the governor is successful in finding the right balance, and here's to the people of Texas doing their part in helping make that happen. Speaking of cures, there seems to be major progress on the vaccine front, with Dr. Fauci and others expressing optimism in the potential availability of a vaccine by late 2020 or early 2021. That's enough breaking news. Let's get back to today's topic of PPP forgiveness. is Norma Harris. She's the Senior Vice President, SBA Group Manager at Third Coast Bank. Norma, welcome to today's show. So we, we've had... Thank you, John. Uh, Thank you so much Bart for Carraway, having me. the President of Third Coast Bank, on a couple times, and, and he's been a wonderful guest, and, and we just really appreciate Third Coast Bank making you available for to cover our topic today, which... We're going back, and it's all things uh, PPP one more time. So could you just, to, for, to remind everybody, can you give us just a, a, a basic chronology of the PPP from inception to, to where we are right now? You know, as part of the CARES Act, the PPP program began in April of this year, and it's a 100% SBA-guaranteed loan. The government basically wants to provide funding to small businesses so they can keep their employees employed and off the um, unemployment lines. The banks have been used to distribute the funds. It's a loan 
However, there's a forgiveness component. If you follow the instructions and use the funds for the intended purposes, you qualify for full forgiveness. So the program began in April. There was one first round of funding that was exhausted right away. Congress appropriated additional funds. And now we've come to the end of the second round. The program really closes on June 30th, which is tomorrow. However, the SBA still has the economic injury disaster loan available. That is the direct loan. But to keep our focus on the PPP program, the banks are now shifting their focus to the forgiveness portion. The program has ended in terms of applications. And now the second thing we need to do is to receive applications from our PPP borrowers to help them obtain full forgiveness on the loan. We know that there have been over $550 billion allocated in the program, over $4.6 million loans. And now um, we're ready for What the are the major changes to the rules that, that will make it easier for borrowers to get forgiveness? Yes, John, there were major changes to the program. Initially, there was a requirement that 75% of the use of the PPP, of the proceeds be used for payroll. That number has been dropped to 60. So instead of having to use 75% of the proceeds for payroll, you can now use 60 and the remaining 40, you can use it for other eligible expenses such as rent, interest payments on your mortgage debt or personal property debt such as equipment loans or for utilities. Now note that principal the principal on loan payments is not eligible, but the interest on your business loans is eligible. It's an eligible use of proceeds under the PPP. So besides the change from 75% that had to be used for payroll to 60, the covered period of the loan was extended. And that is uh, the period that you can use your loan proceeds. Initially, you only had two months to use the loan proceeds. Now you have a full 24 weeks or six months from the time you're funded to use the loan proceeds. And the reason this helps is because many businesses were shut, they're reopening, so it gives them a longer period to rehire their employees, get back to normal levels of employment, and be able to obtain full forgiveness. So that covered period is now all the way to December 31st to use the loan proceeds and qualify for loan forgiveness. Another major change was the deferral period. Initially, when the loans were booked, borrowers had uh, only six months of deferral and then payments of principal and interest were scheduled to begin because we thought we'd be into the forgiveness process very quickly after two months. Since the forgiveness period has been extended, banks cannot charge payments of principal or interest on these loans. That period has been extended and uh, it is now because of an extended covered period, we don't anticipate that any payments would begin before 1231. Basically, banks cannot charge principal and interest until the applicant has applied for forgiveness and until the SBA approves the forgiveness application. Another small change was the original notes were two-year notes. The new ones are five-year notes. However, the goal is still to have the entire loan forgiven because that's what the program was intended to do. 
We don't want borrowers to end up having to pay any principal or interest. It's a 100% government guaranteed loan. And the goal is to apply for full forgiveness and obtain full forgiveness so that the note is stamped paid in full and you never have to pay it back to the government. Good. The SBA recently released a, a revised forgiveness application and an easy version. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Uh, we urge borrowers to look for the revised applications on the sba.gov website. Uh, banks have published it. We have it on our updated website. There is the longer version of the forgiveness application, 3508, but there's also a short, easy version, 3508 is easy. You're eligible to use the short application if you're self-employed, have no employees, or if you did not reduce the size, if you did not reduce the salaries or wages of your employees by more than 25% and did not reduce the number of hours. Or even if you've experienced reductions in your business activity as a result of COVID, if you did not reduce the salaries or wages of your employees by more than 25%, you're eligible to use the easy version. That application is submitted to the uh, lenders. They review it, they confirm your calculations, and then the lenders submit it to the SBA for the forgiveness of the loan. However, keep in mind, the SBA has not yet released the mechanism for the lenders to transmit the application so many lenders are not ready to begin accepting the loan forgiveness applications yet. The borrowers have now uh, 24 weeks to use the loan proceeds. So it's important to know that there is proposed legislation to further simplify this program. And, especially, and it may really involve loans uh, 150 or less. So we anticipate more guidance on how we're going to process the applications by uh, middle of July, beginning to middle of this month. So, but, but, there, but if, if someone, you know, particularly since the time frame has stopped now and someone wants to submit for forgiveness right now, uh, those applications aren't being accepted yet because you're waiting for this further guidance. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. So we urge them to take a look at the revised application, determine how, um, how it works, read the instructions. They're very lengthy instructions. And be ready when your lender lets you know that they are ready to begin accepting okay. forgiveness applications. All right. So do you have any just general advice for small business borrowers at, at this time? Yes, this is a very, very difficult, unusual time for all of us, and, and especially for small businesses, very challenging. So I would say, please continue to market your, your business. People need to know if you've returned to full service, if you're open, update your website and conserve cash as much as possible. Uh, due to the effects of COVID on the economy, banks are gonna be a little more careful on the extension of credit. So you need to make sure that your financials are updated, that you have not only uh, your year in 2019 financials, but current financials. But don't let the current economic situation deter you from applying for loans especially if your business needs the loans. You should not be using cash when you have an opportunity to borrow. Um, you never want to use the business working capital to buy hard assets. You want to finance them whenever possible. Um, so that would be my advice. 
conserve cash, let people know you're open and apply for loans as needed. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for your time today and, and your, for our clients and our, and, and other uh, SMB owners out there, we, we just want to tell you that, you know, we're here to support you. Uh, we, we think that we, we will follow up shortly with another podcast because uh, the, the next issue that seems to be coming up fairly quickly now is that as Texas has begun to reopen uh, and, and employees are coming back to work, you know, now there's, there, there are employees that, that are testing positive and, and so now there's a whole a whole nother uh, series of issues that 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 people are are navigating their way through, and and we'll get some information out to you very shortly on on that too. But until then, everybody just keep your head up, and and uh, uh, we'll get through this uh, together. Have a good day. Thank you.